another exciting episode of The Spicy Life. I am your relationship expert and host of The Spicy Life, Spicy Mari, and joins with me on today's episode for the why in SPICY, learning to say yes, we have Shelly Adrian in the building. She'll be interviewing me, ah, my little sister. Okay, let Yay. me not say little. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't, it's such a habit, uh, but I will be back to our regularly scheduled program, but I really need you guys to understand the spicy fundamentals and my sister and hairdresser, uh, shout out to Vanessa, highlighted that for me that this is something that is pertinent to the program and to my company and I don't necessarily speak as much about the program as I should. And so, because I'm always just interested in like just gathering information and sharing it with you guys, but I really want to make sure you guys have a deep depth and understanding about where spicy really comes from. And so just like as a recap, S is for self, P is for passion, I is for intimacy, C is for communication, and Y is for yes, learning to say yes to life. And so if you haven't heard the previous episodes based on the spicy fundamentals, please go back, uh, check them out. They're shorter episodes, but they give you a little bit more uh, depth and insight into the fundamentals and why these are the main ingredients to a healthy relationship and to building relationships, which we all know that we want better relationships in life. And so today we're going to be focused on yes which is a, a a pretty freaking tough one for everybody to grasp. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> We're just going to be saying yes, yes often. Yes. <laughs> so let me tell you guys, um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read to you what yes actually is. Learning to say yes is the essence of collaboration and negotiation. It's the ability to compromise and it's as equally important in the process of developing a relationship and should not be taken lightly. We take this as a step further and believe that not only do healthy relationships involve compromise, but it also involves individuals willing to go outside of their comfort zone. Ding, ding, ding. Mm. This ability to say yes to the unknown transcends all other key components in which it allows you to learn new things and improve oneself. But it also allows for continued passion for life and shared interest is a catalyst for intimacy and closeness. And it promotes the use of effective communication through discussions of new ideas and different perspectives. So you are joining us here today on this journey with Yes and Shelly, who's going to be interviewing me. Hello again. Thank <laughs> you for having me. This has been such a nice series we've been doing together. I've been really enjoying our time together. <laughs> Shelly's been living the spicy life. I'm learning to live the spicy life. I've been saying yes. Aren't you a little proud of me? You have been saying, saying yes. yes to stuff. I mean, I, okay, so let me give you guys a little bit more background i'm, I'm ha having shelly also go through the program which maybe we should to that should be a whole nother episode within itself yeah once you, i finish the program yeah come you, we back should and be like have y'all remember what that I, experience yeah. is so that people can see like the growth of shelly as well um because my other clients are their lives are very private all of them are <laughs> fair enough yeah um so having you give your testimony would be awesome i would love to do that yes you know, gotta rep your sister you gotta you gotta come through there you go <laughs> uh and we're gonna give you some of shelly's like background and expertise to you on another episode but for today's episode i really want you guys to understand that yes is igniting affirmation mm -hmm. um within self and within others and once you ignite affirmation within self you then will have the ability to get a yes from 
everyone you want. Okay. That, that is what we want. <laughs> Let's be honest. Like, we want people to say yes to us. Nobody wants to hear no. Like, right? I hate wants, the word no. Everybody wants to hear yes. Like, you want, like, always. Yeah, no might be my least favorite word. Um, <laughs> it should be. Let's let's right. execute let's, let's, that let's word. Deconstruct that a little bit. So you talked a little bit about what is yes. So thank you for giving that background. And why did you decide that yes was a fundamental piece of the SPICY? Like when you were coming up with what the acronym would be, what the the fundamentals, the principles would be. Why did you decide that yes had to be in there? Great question. Um, partly so. I found that in the time that we're in, when it came to self, everybody was in the, everybody's in this place of learning. Like, yes, I'm willing to learn. Um, I'm willing to become more passionate about life. I'm willing to, to express intimacy in order to gain what I want, even though intimacy is the hardest one for people um, when it comes to interpersonal development um and communication i'm willing to improve my communication skills when it comes to saying yes though to the unknown mm -hmm. that part is the most challenging because you're saying yes to something that is not guaranteed for you where you know the outcome of all the other ones if i do this this will happen but saying yes which learning to say yes we have been told by society so often that we need to say no and be risk averse mm -hmm. where i think that we actually, instead of being risk averse, we should just be more strategic in taking risks. Mm -hmm. So making calculated decisions, but also allowing ourselves an opportunity to have adventure and excitement. And so the igniting affirmation within yes and within self starts with self-acceptance, which I understood in order to accept other people accept other ideas other opinions based on the self the theory of self-acceptance you first have to accept self and oftentimes when we reject the unknown when we reject things that are unfamiliar to us what be it an opinion be it a uh, exercise whatever that thing may be is because there's something within us that is uncomfortable and something within us that feels dissatisfied and so self-acceptance is the main component of yes and then we'll go further and later on talk about self-determination, collaboration, negotiation, exploration, preparation, and belief. Yes, belief. How does saying yes change someone's life? And can you give maybe some examples of how saying yes has changed your, your clients' lives? So saying yes can change someone's life because we get in a pattern of uncomfortable comfort mm -hmm. where I'm used to this. So I would rather go with the evil that I know versus mm -hmm. experiencing something that could disrupt my comfort that may not come out on the other end beneficial. The challenge with the word no and yes, they're polar opposites, but Society has told us when it comes to work and self-improvement and self-love that don't take on more that you can chew. You should be playing saying, it playing it safe yeah. and saying no to people when you don't really want to do for them, you know, put yourself first, prioritize yourself. I agree with that. But what that is, is very separate from what I'm saying yes about. I'm not saying do, you know, the work for, you know, Bob who, you know, didn't show up, you know, to the office today. I'm not saying take on 
moving somebody's couch. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is say yes to the unknown when it comes to your love life and when it comes to relinquishing the idea that you thought about yourself and how your life was supposed to go. Mm. Relinquish That's how people like that. Bella. Right? They have to say they have yes. A script in their head <laughs> because we have a narrative in our yeah. head about what milestones we need to hit, when it was supposed to happen, what we thought our life was going to be, and we don't leave any wiggle room for the potential that there could be so much more out there that we don't have to stay like in this box essentially. Yeah. But how many of us actually, when it comes to every single thing, we check it off at the date and time in our life. We thought everything was going to happen in our twenties. Like we essentially thought we mm-hmm. would be rich, married, family, house, mansion, um, five car garage. Like we thought we were all going to be living like P Diddy by the time we were 25. Like that's how we mapped it out in our head. And, um, you know, a Michelle and Obama marriage, like mm-hmm. that's really what we thought. And so saying yes is Michelle not Obama. taking on other people's burdens. What I'm saying is saying yes is saying yes to the time in your life right now where you are, where you have realized it may not have happened accordingly when it came to all of the things that you desired in your life, but where you are in your life right now, how do we continue down this map if we were to say path right how do we continue on down this path to reach our ultimate goal and purpose whatever our burning desire is how do we now achieve that based on the hands that we were dealt based on the choices that we were made and one of the biggest things that I have when it comes to my clients coming in is that though they were successful in their careers they have drifted when it comes to their relationships and dating Mm -hmm. and they have gone into based on past experiences and not receiving the, the, the guidance, you know, at a young age that we should have had around relationships and dating, having rejected something that is instrumental to our self, our self worth, our self love, our self, which is, true connection with others. Um, and the reason why that is so important is because it is, it is fundamental to a healthy life for us. People study showed that relationships fuel you relationships are pivotal when it comes to a happy life. And so when we neglect our relationships, because we think we can't have both, or we don't know how to juggle or manage both, we now have shut down opportunities of growth Mm -hmm. and we can say as much as we want, like I'm single because I want to be alone. I'm single because I don't want to be with someone. If I wanted to be with someone, I would be with someone. We can say that a million times, but the truth of the matter is that if I dished you on the platter, the perfect person, or at least the person who was your purpose mate right now in front of you, you wouldn't say no. So therefore you don't really want to be single. You would, you would scoop it up and be like, oh, well, yes, I'll take it. So it's not really that you have a deep burning desire to be single. You just haven't met that person yet. So because you haven't met that person yet, let's prepare you for when that person comes to be able to recognize them, to be prepared in a position in your life to accept them and accept their love but first it comes with self-acceptance before you will even believe that they love you. You first have to love self. Yes. 
Yes. Give me all the yeses. Yes. I'm just going to affirm over and over again. Yes. Yes. Church. Yes. <laughs> so what type of things happen to people that would make them afraid to say yes? So you'd mentioned this on the last episode when you kind of wanted me to explore a little bit about frequency. frequency yeah. um, one instrumental component that I've been really diving into and incorporating into SPICY is relationship frequency. Mm-hmm. Yes. Talk about the relationship frequency. Uh, this is an area where frequency is overlooked. Energy is overlooked and mm-hmm. energy is real. Each one of us humans are made up of teeny little atoms all over. Each little atom has energy in it based on the atom and the energy that it gives there's three elements of that atom which is your color spectrum your wavelength and your frequency based on that energy right Mm -hmm. those are the three components of the energy within the atom i'm getting scientific on you but you guys need to hear this background (laughs) to understand it so based on the energy that is released when we hear people say like, oh my God, your vibe or your aura is off, there's actually truth to someone's color that they're radiating. They're actually There's actual truth to what you are feeling from someone else or what you are giving off to someone else. Right. So when it comes to your energy, the components that make your energy vibrate, if you think about it like a wavelength, like a radio sound wave, what creates that up and down kind of squiggle, your frequency is three other elements of the genetic DNA, your cellular memory that you were born into um, based on your family genetics. You're already dealing with some trauma right there. Mm -hmm. You are dealing with the environment that you were born into, and then you're also dealing with your life experiences. So based on those three elements, your frequency has dropped. It's taken a hit every time you experience something bad. If we think about it, negative, positive, and there's a graph. When your frequency drops below that graph, it now creates a low frequency. And where love lives, which is the opposite of fear, right. the opposite the of hate, frequency. it's the highest frequency that you can be on. So in order to get yourself to a place where your frequency um, vibrates high above just the neutral line, right? Because you may be potentially in the low frequency when it comes to your relationship frequency. Your energy that you are giving off when you meet people is in the negative. It has been depleted. So if you think about it like a bank account, you have depleted your funds and now you're trying to give out loans for a million dollars with a depleted fund and you're asking for a million dollar love with a depleted fund. Yeah. So in order to raise your vibration, you now have to input positive memories and experiences and positive thoughts, emotions and behavior now around the thing that it is that you say that you desire in order to attract that thing that you desire. And that's a whole nother conversation if we go into um, the universal laws. (laughs) But the reason why relationship frequency is so important is because you have a pattern of being in a low frequency. And a lot of us forget that we attract what we are and we date at the level of our self-esteem. So Mm -hmm. if we've been vibrating for so long in this monotonous of drifting and giving up on relationships or dating or even being in tumultuous relationships, 
we now continue to attract that and we don't know why am I attracting the same kind of guy? Why why am I getting the same kind of girl? She keeps ghosting me. Well, it's because that's the what you're vibrating right. on. That's Energy your relationship frequency. Right. And you're over here like, but I really want someone who's vibrating higher, but you're not vibrating higher. <laughs> so we have to raise your vibration. And so that's one of the fundamental elements that I now add into um the program is focusing on energy as well and energy not just from a uh, spiritual place but also from a mental physical and spiritual place it, it requires all three elements to raise your frequency and when I say spiritual I'm not talking just about I'm not referring to religion I'm talking about your faith and another word for faith is belief mm -hmm. so what is it that you believe so <laughs> um when it comes to relationship frequency and us not understanding what that is all the way you have to take a deep dive into self which is why I always start with self but the reason that people have these bad experiences as well and it's why the spicy life is all about transforming perspective and fueling connections is because I understand as your relationship coach and relationship expert that I have to get you to a place where you are now mindful and mindfulness is the main component of learning to say yes, because mindfulness is what re requires a transformation in self-acceptance. Mm. Do you have any spicy tips or um, information on how to develop mindfulness? I actually do. Break it down. Break it down. <laughs> so, okay. So mindfulness and the reason why um, the learning to say yes is so important is because what mindfulness does, it is, it says that you're going to have, be more flexible, right? You're going to play mental, let's play mental gymnastics. And mindfulness is you being in this cognitive state that allows for results drawing from distinctions and situations in based on the environment, but making an assessment about which perspective you're going to choose. And so it comes from a place of one spicy tip. Yes, you get to be authentic and be yourself. But at the same time, you want to live fully. You want to live an amazing life. And mindfulness allows you to stop caring about what other people think. And what people think is important to achieving what you want, but not important to your self-worth, mm -hmm. to self-acceptance. And so you live more freely when you get to be your authentic self and forget about all the riffraff. <laughs> Shelly, you're nodding your head at me. Yes. Um, the other thing is an appropriate self-evaluation. You've been judging yourself for so long at what you think is good or bad, right or wrong, success or non-successful, and you haven't been making an appropriate evaluation of yourself. If you are calling yourself unsuccessful, but to somebody else you are successful that's all that is is perspective and so you may need to put some positive reinforcement in your life of where you are and what it is that you're doing and trying to achieve and that you are going about it the best way that you were capable of at that time so then the next part is accepting past mistakes that is you doing a little bit of forgiving and healing of self, but also accepting choices that you made in your past and then reflecting on them and saying, okay, now how do I make better choices moving forward? So you're not saying no to new experiences. You're saying yes, and I'm going to do it better than I did it before. Yeah. 
uh, next component is social comparison. Stop. We have to stop comparing ourselves to other people unless it's in a positive light. If you're comparing yourself to someone's glory, fame, relationship, love, and you're not doing anything about it, you're doing yourself a disservice. Mm -hmm. If someone has something that you want that's coming from a place of uh, you may be applauding them, but if you're not now getting or going after that thing that you want, you're not being mindful because mindfulness, what mindfulness says is that you have permission to compare yourself only when you are going to do something about it and now go from a, pr a place of self-improvement. Whereas social comparison, if we you know look at IG and I'm just like, oh my God, I can't believe mm -hmm. that she has this relationship and she has these shoes and she's living in this house. Right. Well, what am I doing for self-improvement? It's, it's one thing to have social comparison and allow my self-esteem to drop. It's another right. thing to say, oh my gosh, she just sold this house. You know what? I'm, I'm about to start taking some real estate classes because I want to sell some homes too. I'm going to do, I'm going to take a class on this so I can get better at this thing. Right. And to your point, we talked about a little bit earlier, like whenever you see something in somebody and you are um, like, you want that, or you have like a desire for that, like it's, you know, feelings of like low frequency like in feelings like jealousy or something like that may come up, but really it's just because there's an aspect of yourself that you haven't integrated. You can have that thing, right? You can totally have that thing, but you feel resistance within yourself because you're not pursuing that thing because you're afraid to say yes to the things that you really want. Correct. So yeah. So yeah, to that point, I think that that's like a perfect, yeah. You explained that really nicely. Thank you. Yeah. That was lovely. Um, <laughs> the, Wait, I, let me add two more things to what you're saying because the you brought up a good point about the jealousy component. Mm. If a lot of us will not admit that like somebody has something that we want or like, oh my God, that person is so. So instead, what we have learned to do is unfortunately now dislike or have disdain for that thing that we deep down truly want. Right. But if we admit that we deep down truly want that thing, now we can start take steps to achieve that thing. But if you always tell yourself you don't want that thing when right. you really you're do, in resistance to you're in resistance. You really so what you, you have to do? Going you have to say flow. yes. <laughs> you put yourself in that receptive energy to actually receive the thing that you really want, which is yes. But you know what else that creates, which mindfulness um, is a part of the self-acceptance component. Um, is it gets you trapped in a place of rigidity. Mm -hmm. And that is where you now categorize yourself uh, based on this single dimension and identity, right? Remember we were talking about earlier, like we thought that our lives would be this way. Yeah. So now you have diminished your self-identity and your self-image you know when it comes to how you see yourself and what you're portraying to the world because you didn't think that you met this strict guideline that was going to be for your life and so you're now trapped there and mm -hmm. so one thing I have to do is now come bring you out when it comes to the program of the spicy life and then the last one is just you know making a mindful choice like you embracing responsibilities but also opportunities um and that is the hardest component is like me telling people hey you're gonna do this thing that makes you uncomfortable but it's gonna make you better yeah it's very liberating it's challenging for people though because they're like 
I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to put myself out there. I right. don't want to. Da-da-da-da. I totally understand that. Like, I definitely <laughs> do. But it's, it's there's so much liberation and not being concerned with any of those things anymore. Like it's people who don't get embarrassed. I legit be like, how are you doing this right now? Like what? Like you're just living your life. Oh my you do God. not care. Like you really don't care. That, but they're so free. You know what I mean? There's such a freedom with not being weighed down by all of these by your ego essentially because it's your ego it's that really won't let ego. you be silly it's your ego that feels like oh my god everybody's looking at me oh my god people are gonna think this it's like it's really not you're, it's really not that deep it has nothing to do with you like just be yourself like it is okay like say yes to yourself it's okay like yeah, yeah because be yeah and the thing is is if you are gonna do something that may potentially embarrass you uh, and you're concerned, like, well, there's going to be eyes on me. Isn't that the point? We're trying to get someone, like, we're trying to get <laughs> eyes on you. Um, but to your point about embarrassment, I had the most humiliating <laughs> experience last week. I work out at G Train Fitness, and I put on these blue workout pants and did not realize, okay, at the workout class, I get this hardcore workout in. Then I go and I run my errands. I'm picking up the dry cleaning. I'm going to the grocery store. I am uh, stopping by the bank. I, I did so many errands. When I got home and I went to use the bathroom, sorry that you guys have to hear this part. I saw that there's a huge hole in the back of my pants. In when I mean hole, I mean a legitimate hole where my ass crack was. <laughs> like where my booty hole had a hole. I did not feel it. No, because I know you're like, oh, you didn't feel it. No, I didn't feel it. If I felt it, I would have taken the pants off. I did not know that there was a hole in the back of my pants because I didn't look at my back butt before I stepped out the house. But now one person told me, hey, you're walking around all day with a hole in your booty hole. So now I'm like, I literally was home and I'm just like, oh, my God, nobody said anything to me. But they probably were like, oh, well, we don't want to embarrass her. Mm-hmm. We're just going to laugh or we're just going to. And so what I had to do in that moment was think, hmm, OK, I had a hole in my booty hole, but I still had a good day. Like <laughs> my day wasn't ruined. <laughs> I still accomplished all my little errands that I needed to accomplish. You were still productive. I was still productive. <laughs> I was like, dang, people don't feel comfortable with me of all people telling me that I had a hole in my booty hole. And then my husband was just like, well, maybe they were getting like a sneak peek enjoyment. And I was like, oh, yeah, because they knew funny. I would have charged for that for taking a little peek here. But I just had to like laugh at myself as opposed to being mad at other people or worried about what other people thought about seeing the whole it was more of okay how can I find humor in this and what was I supposed to learn from this exposure (laughs) of myself just find the humor in it (laughs) because that was the only way that I was not gonna scream (laughs) you don't understand till this day I'm still like "Ah, I can't believe I did that but it's pretty good strategy um okay sorry Shell. I went on a long tangent (laughs) so in addition to saying yes what steps do you take with your clients to help them feel more empowered? So when it comes to, yes, having to empower them, people feel power when they know that they are experiencing competency, when they know that they have relatedness, and when they know that they have autonomy. Mm-hmm. Those three things, autonomy, relatedness, and competence are all a part of self-determination. Can you explain what relatedness is for the folks? So relatedness is a community. Friendships, the way that you connect with people, having relationships that support you, feeling a part of something. 
birth. Thank you. Um, competence. <laughs> I'm like thinking yeah, yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> I'm like, I might as well just go through all three. Yeah. Competence is knowing that you are practicing something well and acquiring a skill set um, or performing in a way that um, is providing value and getting better at it. And then autonomy is something being um, internal for you um, and being you being at peace with it, it being a true desire of you. And so what those three things um, also are components of, like I said, is self-determination, which also requires you having um, autonomous motivation. And so autonomous motivation is having uh, internal factors that motivate you versus external factors. So external factors would be financial, beauty, those mm-hmm. are all external. But internal are like, I want to achieve love. I want to achieve happiness. I want my family to feel taken care of. And so those are maybe motivating forces for you. I have to find what is your motivating force for desiring what it is that you desire. So, and I have to give you the elements that are going to make you feel like you are achieving this thing. But first I have to make you feel competent by giving you the skill set that helps you feel knowledgeable to be able to achieve that thing, which is why with my clients, what I'll do is go through SPICY. I give you uh, so much more than like what this podcast was. I give you all kinds of homework assignments, all kinds of literature and reading and all these things so that you now feel equipped with the information and tools of, okay, I now have this great sense of knowledge, Mm -hmm. right? I'm now operating from a place of self-growth. Woohoo! Self-determination says you have to have self-growth and you have to have motivation. So because I'm giving you all of these things to make you feel self-growth, now we now actually have to apply them. And that's where you're going to feel the competence. And because you came to me, it should already be autonomous that this is something that you wanted and you're doing something about it. Right. And so, so they're already going in the right direction. They're going in the right yeah. direction by just showing up. I just have to make sure your intentions are correct and that you're not doing this to prove something to the world, to prove something to like a lot of us don't really want relationship. We just think we're supposed to, but let me not say a lot of us. Some of us mm-hmm. don't really want relationship. We just think that we're either deserving or should be in relationship or that we've earned a relationship versus actually really wanting to connect and share with someone. But in addition to that, being willing to compromise and and the other component of, you know, saying yes. And so a lot of us would prefer to say no and have everything just our way. But a part of saying yes is some, you know, there is some self-sacrifice that you're going to do. What are you willing to do in exchange for what you want? And so I put you through a series of not just the curriculum, but now course and action. It's an action plan where now you're going to feel competent by applying everything that I've taught you about SPICY and applying that to LIFE, which is life. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yes. Can't wait for you to break out. <laughs> that could be a whole nother series that yes. we do. But when it comes to application, that's what's really going to make you feel the competence component. And then me giving the affirmation of 
I support you. You're doing this great. Or like, let's get better at this. You have the, you have an accountability partner with you who is sharing along this experience. So you don't feel alone. So you feel the relatedness, but now I'm putting you in situations with what it is and whom it is that you are trying to attract. Because if you have practice with that person or persons, whether you're interested in them or not, you need the practice because it's majority of the time something that you have not been getting enough of, right? Not we, we go to work every single freaking day, which is how we get better at it. We are not dating every single day though. Mm-hmm. So although you're around coworkers every single day, you are not around interests every single day. People who, you know, you're not, you're not pledging every single day, um, figuring out how to master this game. So what I tried to give you first is a master of self. And then the second component when it comes to applying the tools is a master of others. But I can't allow you or help you master others if you can't master self. And so it's why I take you through SPICY first. Do you ever have moments when you're afraid to say yes to stuff? I get afraid just like everybody else. Um, When I am afraid to say yes and I want to say no, I... Sometimes, sometimes I let me not even lie. Sometimes I will say like, "No, are you crazy?" <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't say yes to every single thing, but I say yes when it comes to something that I know will improve me. Mm-hmm. So when you present something a, a healthy eating diet for me, and I'm like, "Okay, let's just try this." You're like, "Will you eat this?" What did you say? Offer me the other day an okra shake. Okra, you said okra water. Okra water. Yuck! I want to say no, <laughs> but you told me that there's health benefits to it. So yeah. one thing that and I th- weight loss benefits and weight loss. It. So one thing that I do is follow up with the yes and, and then I'm going to ask you the why. So I'm going to say yes, and why am I doing this? So it's not a no. I'm getting in the habit of saying yes and, and yes and is very important for anyone who's taken any business classes or just has to work in the business world. They preach yes and often, but yes and is making the person feel seen feel like what they said was agreeable but Mm -hmm. then the and allows you to add on your additional point to it so that you're not just diminishing or you know overlooking what the person said so that you could you know communicate what you want it's making sure that both people feel seen in that conversation and so getting in the habit of saying yes and definitely helps in getting across what you want but like I mean when someone proposes a crazy idea to me if there's a risk involved, I'm going to ask them. I'm going to say, okay, well, what about this? What about that? But sometimes people are like, hey, meet me at such and such location. And they just send me the address. And I'm just like, okay, here I come. Because usually when it comes to social interaction, I thrive off of that because I'm an extreme extrovert. So I love being in those places, even if I'm not dressed appropriate or up I'm just like yes because I don't know who I have the potential to meet when I'm there I may get another client I may get a new friend I may get a new business partner I may uh get a backup for my husband if he don't act right no I'm just joking puppy but (laughs) I say yes to the unknown when it comes to experiences and that is the most important part of yes is to the experiences because if you are limiting yourself and you don't unlock the belief that you can potentially meet this person, you're not going to be putting yourself in an environment where they interact or where you can cross paths with them. And that's one of the most important parts or components of SPICY is 
I'm giving you all of these, all of this information so that you can start to feel capable and competent so that we can acquire a belief so that you can unlock your power because your belief is where the power will actually come to, you know, fruition and bring about what you're trying to acquire based on your goal. Let's talk a little bit about when it's okay to say no. So when is it okay to say no? And what is the difference between, because a lot of people think if I'm saying yes to everything that like all my boundaries go out the window, right? right? So let's like, can you kind of speak a little bit about the difference between like when it's okay to say no versus, or saying no versus having healthy boundaries? Yeah. So we get confused sometimes because this word perspective gets thrown around but what we have to keep in mind when it comes to perspective is if something based on your past experience may have been horrible but you did not learn from it there is not an opportunity for growth if you don't learn from that past mistake so when we say boundaries Let's, I'm going to use, for instance, sex, because I feel like this is one where boundaries get a little muddled. It's mm-hmm. like, I want to hook up with her. I want to, um, I want to hook up with him, usually is, but I want to hook up with him and I don't want to do it too soon or I don't want to miss his opportunity. What if he thinks that I don't like him or, oh no, I really do want to do it to him because I want to see if it's good so that I can see if we have compatibility. Not a good strategy right there. <laughs> um, but, We'll make any excuse so that we can do what we want as opposed to allowing ourselves delayed gratification, which is really the intimacy building, which comes before the yes. So if you have not done the SPIC before you do the yes, <laughs> if you do not if work on self and you do not know who he is, if you have not discovered your passions or know what his passions are, if you have not been intimacy um, or just experienced intimacy with this person from a um, interpersonal level of sharing, receiving information, allowing him to follow up with it with action on a consistent basis. And if you have not communicated with him your needs and wants and desires, then saying yes would be outside of appropriateness because that is now in conflict what, with what you have learned from SPICY. And you can do that with every single every single thing. Why am I eating this piece of chocolate? Why am I like you can go through SPICY with everything, even business relationships, family members, you can go through SPICY across the board. And if you can't answer for SPICY before you say yes, then evaluate why you're saying yes. Is it because you had a bad perspective on it or, um, and you need, you know, and you're trying to change your perspective and be optimistic or, or did you not do enough of evaluation and research to figure out how you got, you know, how you drew to this conclusion, but boundaries are important because boundaries need to be centered around your core values. What is your goal though? Because if you know what your goal is and doing this thing is not going to help you achieve your goal, whether it's eating that piece of chocolate or whether it's sleeping with him on the first night, if you don't have a, a ton of experience of having success when that happens, but then you continuously do it over and over and you're not learning from your mistake, then now you're in a position where you are not having or experiencing growth. And so the reason why you have to have those boundaries is because you do need to assess in a situation, okay, am I operating from a place of 
growth? Am I operating from a place of desire? What is my ultimate goal? Because is this something that's going to take me off track from what my goal is? Or is it something that's going to help facilitate me to my goal? And if hopping in the sack with him, you know, isn't going to help me with my goal of intimacy and having a real relationship, then maybe I shouldn't be saying yes. Maybe I should stick to my boundaries. If moving this couch is going to hurt my back, maybe I shouldn't be helping. Like it is not saying yes to everything. What it is saying is yes to new experiences and yes to living a life of SPICY and going down a path of adventure. It is not an adventure if it's going to hurt you. <laughs> like if you know for a fact that this thing is going to hurt you, <laughs> then no, I don't recommend you saying yes. But if you don't know, then you need to go through SPICY for sure and figure out if this is a healthy decision or not. Mm -hmm. And what is your intent? Intent is everything. Intent is everything. Intent and impact are very important. So it's interesting that you would say all that because my next question is, how do you get another person to say yes? So that can be <laughs> perceived as a violation of somebody's boundaries. But ultimately, when you are dating, you're looking for a partner, you want somebody to say yes to you. So how do you get other people to say yes? So, of course, I'm going to say once you've gone through SPICY um, and you apply all the knowledge that you now know and we take you through the action plan, you're now going to have a new perspective on the world and you're also going to move in a different way of confidence, right? But you also, if you have been practicing communication, understand your audience mm -hmm. and now you can guide your behavior, your words everything your thoughts emotions beliefs in a way that's going to achieve your desired goal but if you don't know who is showing up with self and who is operating you now cannot influence that other person's decision and the reason why it's so hard for people to grasp this self-love concept is because Law of Attraction says, um, and we'll have a whole nother episode on laws another day, but Law of Attraction says um, that you must love self or you must be in love. Sorry, let me say it. You must be in love with the thing that you are trying to attract. When you say you want a partner, you are not really saying, I just want somebody else. You're saying, I want somebody to love me. Mm -hmm. And I've mentioned this on the show on previous one, that it's not enough to just, I want somebody to love me. Law of Attraction says you have to love you first in order for someone to love you because you have to be deeply in love with the thing that you want. So it's not, oh, I just want another body. It's, oh, I really want someone to love me. And if you are not deeply in love with you, then what you're telling the universe and what you're telling that person or whomever it is you come in contact with, with your energy is that you'll take whatever you can get mm -hmm. and that you aren't in love with you and they will know that and i've mentioned before in previous episodes take advantage of that you'll be making decisions not from a place of love but actually a place of fear and hate and so in order to get someone to trust you to believe you to have faith in what you say and faith in what you do is you actually have to prove that to yourself first and then that's how you're able to master another person and so when you take care of self first and you've been loving on yourself and you've been going through SPICY and now you're ready to apply all these actions, now you can actually act in a way on a daily basis based on a bunch of uh, activities that I give you to challenge you. Now you can actually move in a way 
that carries yourself in a way that will attract whom it is that you say that you want, right? And so when it comes to even your communication, you become a better communicator in your authentic self, but also in mastery of self. And people want your light. People Mm -hmm. want this sense of mastery. People want to be connected to people who are doing amazing things, people who believe that they're amazing. And I can't buy in to any person or company if I don't believe in who and what you're dishing. And so how can I say yes to you if you don't freaking say yes to you, mm-hmm. which is why yes is so important. Very important. You're not even eating your product. How am I supposed to eat your product? Dang, that's real. <laughs> That's and there real. was a part a actually word. Hitch told there was a part in the movie Hitch when um what was the big comedian guy and he was like oh I see you're Kevin what's his name you're yeah. giving you know Kevin. advice but you're not eating your own advice I don't know he said something like that whatever the I know what you're mall talking cop guy. about yes, um. I know what you're talking about I'm trying to remember the line I can't remember <laughs> but that's true because Hitch could not get luck Hitch had like love issues that was yeah the whole he had thing. his own he issues like, he wasn't taking his own and so having you know put myself through my own program in order to achieve it and then you know a multitude of other people there's nothing more gratifying than seeing and believing you know when my clients are actually achieving this and I always have to remind them like you're not doing this for me Mm -hmm. I'm I'm just a vessel that's giving you the information please remember I don't it doesn't matter what your score is to me it should only matter to you because you are the person who has this goal you are the person who needs to believe I'm a believer I created it I know my issue is amazing I need you to believe in yourself and actually apply these tools so that you can convince someone else if you don't, if you don't have a mastery of self you, you become, become a slave, slave to, to someone else that's real but that's real master your mind yes master your emotions and so master your communication getting what you want from someone it also takes the art of negotiation right because it's not enough to just, oh my God, I did SVSCY, I believed it and I snapped my fingers. It's also you being strategic. And I think we believe in strategy and we believe in being methodical when it comes to things that we want to perfect and things that we want to achieve once again on the career side, but not when it comes to a healthy relationship. And Getting what you want and getting someone to say yes first begins with you believing that you are worthy of that yes. And so one, it deals with people, right? You're dealing with people, but getting that person to say yes, you're going to deal directly with the problem and not the relationship. So separate the relationship component from it and really think about What is their perception? What is their emotion? And how am I communicating this and trying to get them to say yes, right? You're once again assessing your audience. What are they interested in? If I'm trying to get this person to commit with me, I'm trying to get this person to be more on time, or I'm trying to get this person to even say yes to me, what interest does he have or she have in saying yes? What does she have to gain from saying yes? So now I have to pose both values or both positives of well in exchange for this thing you're going to also achieve this thing right it's kind of a sense of sales and then when it comes to options you have to weigh out the options before trying to even reach an agreement with this person it's 
okay, this is how we have mutual gain. And these are our choices on the table, right? Sometimes we don't give options in the sense of, okay, it has to be this time right now. Mm -hmm. I need you to commit with me. And now you're giving an ultimatum as opposed to options. And so that's a tricky one because people always want like, well, how do I get him to commit? Or how do I get her to commit? She wants to still see other people. People have to make decisions for themselves, but can you guide those decisions to getting what you want? You absolutely can, but you have to do it in a strategic way. And the last thing is like, what's this person's criteria for saying yes? Are they, and do you have the criteria and have you had a conversation about the criteria and the results that they actually want, which is another, I guess, metaphor for, does this person even want a relationship with you? Because if their criteria is not at the end of this, I want a relationship, then you're barking up the wrong tree. And that's when I tell you once again, do this method elsewhere until (laughs) it really is about, okay, you're wasting my time. You're not interested in a committed relationship. Let me move on to the next because I'm not investing any more time in getting you to say yes when clearly you're delusional and you don't have SPICY in you because if you did, you would be saying yes to me. Well, that's also to your point about the last episode we did about communication and communicating your needs, being very you know clear about what your needs are from the relationship or what your desires are. That way you're not barking up the wrong tree, like being able to acknowledge or recognizing yourself when you and another person maybe are not compatible and letting that be okay. Yep. Absolutely. Letting that be okay. And a lot of times we're like, well, I invested too much time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Time is not enough reason for you to stay with someone. You're actually wasting time by, because if you, the goal is not for you to change someone's mind about you. The goal is for you to find or be in the presence of someone who values you and who accepting of you yeah but you cannot get acceptance from others unless you have self-acceptance first and if you have self-acceptance when someone doesn't accept you it is so much easier to walk away because you have self-acceptance versus lack of self-acceptance and trying to convince someone Mm -hmm. else to accept you it's that's not gonna work right always say yes to yourself say yes to yourself first yes because if you say yes to yourself to also you're telling the universe hey i'm freaking worthy of these this this thing that i'm requesting right if it's if it's self-love if it's marriage whatever that thing is that you're asking for i believe that i am worthy of it and my proof to you universe that my proof to saying yes to myself is in my actions Look at me, universe, doing what it is and acting in a way and going after what it is that I say that I want, universe. Now the universe has an opportunity to answer that versus you just la la la. Yes, I want this thing. Yes, I love myself, but I'm not behaving in a way that is proving that. Mm Mm-hmm. The universe has to be, the universe has yeah. to believe too. Yeah. Actions <laughs> speak louder than words. You have to really show, you have to be like, let me show you. Like, I mean what I say because it's, you're being watched. Not watched, but you know what I mean? Like, it's responding. Yes, it's responding to you. It is. Absolutely. It's so true. I love this. Yay. I'm going to learn to say yes. I'm going to keep working on saying yes. You definitely inspired me. Well, it's also, it, when I also do, I, would, I really just got, want you guys to understand that we get in the habit of saying no because we're being lazy and we don't want to mm-hmm. put our makeup on, do our hair, and go step out to potentially meet people. Um, fellas, you're being lazy. You don't want to go to social group organization, um, you know, like outings and stuff like that. Um, 
because if you, you know, may prefer to only fraternize with a certain, you know, group of men or you're going, you know, scouting for women, but only to places that 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 person doesn't even exist. If you guys start saying yes to places outside of your comfort zone or places that the person who actually exists is operating in this mindful person, where do mindful people hang out? And I'm not talking about just like the Yogi Bear tree huggers. I'm talking about mindful people in the sense of, is she at a workout class? Is she at a, um, you know, on a hike excursion? Is she, you know, in a, in a, you know, workshop? Like find out, you know, is he at an alumni event? You know, you say you want, you know, a college educated guy or you say that you want, you know, the successful guy. Well, when was the last time you went to a networking event? When was the last time you said yes to an event bright ticket? When was the last time you <laughs> like went, you know, went out even by yourself scouting on your own? It's not enough to just because it's it's not enough to just say That's that you want point. this thing. It, you have to be willing. You have to say yes. A lot of people are afraid to go out by themselves. So that's a good point too. Saying yes to be like being brave and being like, you know what? Like my friends are all like, you know, maybe they have kids and they have plans and they can't whatever. But you're just like, you know what? I'm going to say yes to myself and I'm going to go out there anyway, even if I have to go by myself. Yeah, I'm going to do that thing. And it's not even like I'm going to do that thing so I can meet someone tonight. Because if you have that in your mind, then it's, oh, I didn't meet anyone. Boo. You have to say, I'm going to do that thing and say yes to the unknown because I'm due for some loving on myself right Mm -hmm. now. I'm due for treating myself to the movies. I'm due for treating myself to a fun event because social contact is an energy that actually helps you grow you know you may learn something new today I'm I'm going to this event to learn something new that's my goal as opposed to my goal is I'm going there to conquer someone you can't master someone until you've mastered self <laughs> you have to master SVICY first and that just is the truth <laughs> that is the truth <laughs> and if you're at a place in your life where you have mastered self I promise you you will start to have a different perspective when it comes to what you're able to acquire and attract, which is why you guys need to come to the spicy life. Yes, absolutely. If you haven't signed up for our newsletter on the spicy life, please go to the spicy life.com and uh, click subscribe. Give us your email. Also create a profile. I'll have you in my database. And if you are someone who is single, I would love to have your information in case I have a potential client that I could introduce you to. But would love to invite you out to our Spicy Life events that we throw. We have a lot of stuff that we're going to be having coming up in the top of the new year. And so a lot of it is going to be dealing around more like workshops, but also there's going to be some fun game nights and even uh, catering to couples as well in order to increase their understanding, love and intimacy uh, amongst each other. And so uh, whether you're single or in a relationship, you know, my team and I would love to add value to your life and help spice your life but we can't do that until you say yes so (laughs) uh shelly let them know where they can find you you can find me at shelly stamps s-h-e-l-l-i-e dot s-t-a-m-p-s you can also go on my website shellystamps.com and if you're interested in the okra water at all there is a recipe <laughs> for okra water on my website if you go to shellystamps.com if you actually want to lose some weight and learn about the oh, benefits yuck. of okra it's yes. not for spicy yes, but it could be for somebody else i'm gonna drink so, it we're actually gonna do a cleanse this yeah, entire it's very month. good for you it has a lot of vitamin b and c and folic acid it's really good for your digestive tract and 
all kinds of good stuff. I'm gonna drink it. I'm gonna. I'm saying yes and yes and because <laughs> the benefits outweigh the taste. There you go. So there and that's go. another key component and great perspective on that. The benefit outweighs the grossness and the sliminess <laughs> of Oprah. Oh, well, you don't actually have to do the slime. It's, you can do whole pieces. You don't actually have to do chop it up and get like the slime. So you can do whole pieces in the slime. So, Oh my gosh. Okay. But now we're talking about okra. <laughs> so, so. Okay. You guys can play with my Twitter or stroke my IG at Spicy Mari. Follow us on the Spicy Life. Make sure that you can subscribe, share this episode. Uh, and there you guys have it. You have just been spiced. The Spicy